Welcome to the Kingdom Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and I help exhausted moms put an end to what's stressing them so they can regain control of their life. Be sure to check out our popular free training, How to Put an End to What's Stressing You, at kingdommompodcast.com. Are you ready to take back your territory, Kingdom Moms? Let's begin. Hey, hey, Kingdom Moms, and welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Mom Podcast. Today, we are going to be answering all of your money questions. We recently polled our Facebook group of over 4,500 moms, Mom Binder Masters, about what your money questions were. Plus, I'm going to take from some of the money questions that we get inside of our coaching membership, and we're going to answer them today. So, Just a recap, just the reason why I'm so passionate about money is we used to be broke. I mean broke, I mean in debt. We had medical debt, we had student loans. For a while we had a car payment (laughs) and we were able to pay off all of our debt. We're completely debt free um, and increase our income streams. um, And we live pretty frugally for the most part. Um, We get to live very comfortably for the most part. And when I was kind of going through this personal growth journey, because we also teach about marriage and parenting and time management and boundaries and all of these things. Um, But when I was kind of going through my personal growth journey, if you want to call it that, um, I would have women come to me and ask me to help them and to go over their debt numbers. And so we did. We would go over their debt numbers. We've helped... uh, a lot of women, I don't know how many, like over a hundred at this point, um, pay off a, a lot of debt. And lots of our uh, members have paid off a lot of debt. A lot of the people who have done our free workshop inside of Mombinder Masters have paid off a lot of debt. Um, we take a little bit of a different approach to paying off debt. Um, if you've ever done like Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University, um, I like Dave Ramsey, but I don't necessarily do things the way that he does. Um, I don't necessarily um, agree with absolutely everything he says. We're big fans of the War on Debt program. Um, but also like we teach a different strategy for budgeting. What we've done is I have personally done so much personal development and growing, uh, in this area of finances, spiritually, logistically, I have, I have really analyzed all of it. And in our coaching, uh, program and coaching women, I have learned so much about human behavior and what actually works and what actually doesn't. Okay. Um, I believe that your finances are going to, your approach to finances will change as you change, but financial winning, winning in finances is the long game. It's not like a quick, you're going to be financially independent tomorrow because you decide you're going to start living differently. No, this is the long game. I want you to think 30 years in the future. Okay. Um, you can accomplish a lot in five years. You can accomplish so much more than you think you can in five years. You probably can't accomplish as much as you want to accomplish in one year, but think about what you could accomplish in five years. And then you take that and you make it 30 years and you will be absolutely financially independent, living off of dividend income, living off of interest, uh, living off of, you know, cash flow assets. You're going to get there. Okay. But it's slow and steady wins the race. So today we're going to answer some of these questions. 
The first question comes from Kelly and it says, I'd really like to know how to start investing or where. She says, I'm a stepmom of four and I would like to set up a legacy fund for them. When I write my will, I want them to learn how to use this money for investing and not blowing. Okay. So first of all, Kelly, a really great thing to do if you're just starting investing, just starting investing is I encourage you to read two books. Okay. The first one is true wealth formula by Hans Johnson. The second one is called infinity investing by Toby Mathis. These are two of my sort of wealth mentors. They're people who are actually wealthy, living off of their dividend income, living off of their interest. Okay. They are, um, probably 20 to 30 years ahead of me personally. Like they're that much older than I am. And that's where they're at. They also have helped a lot of people get to where they're at as well. They also are not teaching you get rich quick. They're teaching you how slow and steady wins the race and how by investing, say even just 10% of your income, you can build wealth. So a gr another great thing to do if you're just starting out investing, and this is something that also goes along with um, what Toby says. Toby um, talks about how a certain percentage of your income, it's really wise to uh, do those into ETFs a certain portion, not all of it. You don't always want to put all of your eggs in one basket, but a great, uh, something that I have found that's really, really great for beginners is the acorns app. And we are an affiliate for them. We will post that link in the show notes. Um, the acorns app, what it does is you attach it to your debit or credit card, whichever one you use. And when you make a purchase, it rounds it up to the next dollar and invest that into your ETF funds. Okay. So it's an investment account. You get to determine how aggressive it is. Okay. But it's a great place to kind of, um, get started and get yourself used to investing and watching some of that money grow. Okay. Um, but those are the two books that I encourage you to read. Also in the acorns app, you can actually set up an investment account for your kids. So that might be a really great idea too. What we do with our kids, okay? So this is just what works for us and our family. You can decide what works for you. But my kids get a an allowance. Um, they ha they're expected to do work, but it's like they get a direct deposit every Friday as long as they did all of their chores, okay? So they get a direct deposit. We are teaching them that 10% of your income goes to investing. So what we do is we take a dollar every single week and it goes into their acorns fund. What we actually do is we take like $5 at the end of the month, $5 once a month is what we end up doing. And it goes into their investment account. Okay. So we're, and then we kind of show them how it grows and how it's a wise idea to take a little bit of your money and put it there. So that's something that you can do as well. All right, question numero two. It says, I really struggle when it comes to discipline with money, i.e. not spending. Do you have any good strategies? Okay, so um, first of all, so and this, this mom also has another question and she says, um, anytime uh, something gets brought up or I know I screwed up with money, I have like a panic attack. How do I take the emotion out of money? Okay. Well, part of the reason that you might have trouble with overspending is because you have emotion 
tied to money. You have some shame built up around money. And I know this because I used to have so much shame when it came to money, where I felt like I had screwed up and I felt like I was stupid, right? (laughs) And so how do you take the emotion out? Well, you're not going to take the emotion out. Human beings, we get emotional about our finances. Our finances provide security. Our finances allow us to go do things that we enjoy, like coffee with our friends or vacation with our family. So we do have emotion around money, okay? The question that you need to do is ask yourself, why am I having this emotional reaction to money because it's not really about the money it's about the emotion and it's about going and finding the root of that emotion this is a process that we take absolutely every single mom through in our coaching program it's the very first thing that we do is we say what is it that you're frustrated with about your life right now and we go and we find the root issue that's actually causing the problem and that's what we work on first okay so we have to figure out what is causing this? And then we need to come up with a strategy of how to deal with that. Okay. So it's more the emotion that we're dealing with, not anything to do with money. You're not going to do anything with money currently to take the emotion out of it. You're going to deal with your emotions. Now, with that being said, Let's say that you kind of get to the root of what's causing this. Okay. What, what you need to do then is we need to figure out how do I take away that temptation to, to overspend, right? So um, one strategy that you could do is cash envelopes. So I'm not a huge fan of cash envelopes, except in this type of situation where you really struggle to not overspend. So let's say that you struggle to not overspend on clothes. Okay, let's say you have way too many clothes, you struggle to not overspend, okay? What you should do is take like $100 every month uh, cash and put it in an envelope and you still get to spend, right? So you're not going to feel like you're being um, held back from spending, right? You're not going to feel like you're stuck and you're being punished. You still get to go spend money, but once the money's gone, then it's gone. So that's a strategy that you can use. I personally don't do cash envelopes, um, but if I have an area like this, what I will do is I will set a budget for like a week or a month and I will put a note on my phone and then anytime I spend something in that category, I subtract. And when there's no money left, there's no money left. And what's really fun about that is I allow rollover, okay? So let's say I budget $100 a month for, well, here, I'm going to give you an example. Right now, I budget $100 a week for eating out for our entire family, okay? So that includes stops at the coffee shop. That includes um, going out for date night. That might include, you know, family brunch if we want to do that, okay? So, and $100 is actually, (laughs) it did not used to be that high. (laughs) It was not that high. But um, that's what my budget currently is. And so what I do is if I don't spend $100, so let's say we only spend $50, I allow that $50 to roll over to the next week. 
And by the last week of the month, I might have $200 that I can go spend eating out. So then we can go kind of like have a splurge. So it's almost like I get to reward myself for maybe not overspending. So anyway, that's what we do with that. Crystal says, how do you set up a budget? <laughs> Such a good question. Crystal, I highly recommend go listen to the last podcast that we did because there are a lot of different ways to set up a budget. We've got the zero-based budget, which is how most people, when they first do a budget, that's how they do it. It's black and white. It's categories. Every dollar goes into a certain category. That's one way that you can do it. Zero-based budget. The percentage-based budget is another system that is a very, a lot of people find a lot of more success with this, with a percentage-based budget. It's where you maybe live off of 70% of your income, 10% of your income goes to giving, 10% might go towards investing, 10% might go to paying off more debt, to savings, or to more investing, and maybe you invest 20%. And then 70% is what you actually live off of. Now, there's lots of different percentage, you know, situations, scenarios that you could make up there, but that's logistically how it works most of the time. You can also do a hybrid budget where maybe you do percentage base, but you have a specific budget for, like we were talking about with Katie, clothes. Maybe you have a specific budget for eating out. So me and my husband, we personally do a hybrid budget. The biggest thing about budgeting, the most important thing about budgeting is that you have one. <laughs> the most important thing is that you are telling your money where to go, that you have a plan. Okay. The, the biggest part about budgeting is that you make sure you're the one driving. Okay. So whether, whatever type of budget that you prefer, as long as you are telling your money where to go, you're going to win. Okay. Now you can adjust depending on your comfort level, your spouse's comfort level. You can do different things like that. My husband does not do well with a zero-based budget. I don't do well with a zero-based budget. I do well with a hybrid budget. My husband does well with a percentage-based budget. So like if I'm going to like have a specific budget for anything, it's usually something that only I am doing, okay? Oh, such, such a good question. How do you set up a budget? There's no... there. Just set one up. <laughs> There's no right or wrong. Just set one up. And this is another thing that I think is super important. The way that you budget is going to change. You might start with a zero-based budget. And you have permission, if you're having sticky spots with that, to switch to percentage-based. And if you find yourself overspending in certain areas when you're doing percentage-based, you have permission to move towards a hybrid. If five years from now you're completely debt free and you then want to switch to a different type of budget style, you can, okay? There's, there's no hard and fast rules. Just make sure you have a budget. All right. And then the last question that we have is how often do you keep tabs on your finances with your husband? Do y'all have business meetings to discuss finances? What's the daily do these five things every day to master your personal finances deets? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. So now when I say this, I'm, I'm going to tell you what we do, but that doesn't mean that's what you're going to do. Okay. This is one of the biggest things that we talk about in marriage counseling or marriage coaching is what 
you can't always model your relationship after somebody else's relationship because you are two different people. Your marriage has an individual fingerprint that's different than my marriage. Why? Because me and my husband have specific personalities. We've done different levels of personal growth, right? And you and your husband might be complete opposite personalities, okay? So my husband and I, we have decided that I kind of run that. It's kind of part of my thing. It's the thing, I, I enjoy it. However, we have found that percentage-based works better for us because then it's not me being his mom. Like, hey, you can only spend $100 in this area this month, okay? So um, we do have, I, I don't think we have like monthly, we don't set a scheduled time, but we do have discussions about money. So it's usually when we have a bigger decision to make. Because otherwise it's kind of like we're on autopilot at this point. But if we have a bigger decision to make or if I want to make an adjustment to the budget, I will do that. So a few months back, I decided we were overspending on groceries and eating out. And so I went to him and said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And I just like ran it by him. And he was like, okay, sounds good, right? So it's, it's things like that. Okay. Now somebody says, what is the daily do these five things every day to master your personal finances? Um, I don't know if there's five things daily to do. Okay. But here are my top five things to master your finances. Number one, pay attention how much you're spending on food. Food is the number one. I, and I've worked with hundreds of women at this point. We've gone over hundreds of debt numbers. I will tell you 90% of the time, 90%, 90% of the time, people are overspending on food. <laughs> if they're not overspending on food, usually the, our next option is y'all need to make more money because they just aren't making enough money. Like they can't buy more food because they don't have enough money. Um, but anybody who, usually people who have excess money coming into their house, where it gets lost is food at the grocery store. The grocery store is literally taking all of your wealth. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, you should, it, it would be a good idea when you're starting out to set a budget for food, like a specific zero based budget for food specifically. Okay. Number two, meal plan. Meal plans. So these are more like weekly things, I guess. Meal planning is like paying yourself $100 an hour. And people are like, oh, I don't have time to meal plan. I don't um, enjoy meal planning. I bet you right now, if I came to you and said, I will pay you $100 an hour this month um, to meal plan. You're going to do it four times. So you, it's like $400 for the month. Um, I'm going to give you $100 an hour. Take one hour a week and I'm going to give you $100. I guarantee that you would probably do that. $100 for one hour is worth your time. What people don't realize is by not meal planning, they almost always overspend anywhere from four to five to $1,000 a month on groceries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that one and two. Set a budget for food. Number two, um, meal plan. Okay. Number three, set things up on autopilot. Set things up on autopilot if possible. Okay. 
So if you have like a direct deposit that comes to your bank account at the same time every single month and you know exactly how much it's going to be every time, set up those transfers to happen automatically. What I do is because we don't have the same, we don't have like a set amount that comes in every week. So what we do is I go in on every Friday, every Friday and do transfers. The transfers are the very first thing that I do because you have to put it on autopilot because if you put it on autopilot, you will win. If you have to make the decision every single week as to whether or not you should put money into investing or if you should put money into savings or if you should, you will find yourself not doing those things. Okay. You will find yourself not doing those things. (sighs) All right. Number four is you need to have some grace with yourself and you need to, um, recognize when you get triggered about money and you need to dig into what's actually causing that. What is actually causing me to feel this emotion? We kind of talked about it with Katie earlier. Like, how do I take the emotion out of money? It's not about money. It's about the emotion. And we need to go figure out what's going on with that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Number five. Hmm. What would be my number five thing about money? Uh, And like, again, these aren't daily, but for some of y'all, they might be daily. They were definitely probably daily or weekly for me. Um, the next one would be like, just watch yourself and say, do I actually need that? Do how, like, do I actually need that when you want to buy something? So here's a perfect example. I was walking through Aldi last week and I recently started a compost bin out in my backyard and Aldi had these adorable these adorable little compost, mini compost bins for your kitchen counter. And they said compost on them and they came with like biodegradable bags, right? And you set it on your counter and you fill it up. And then when it's full, you go dump it in the compost bin, right? And it was $15. And I was like, that's cute. I want that. And then I sat or like I stood there for a second. I was like, but do I need that? Like, what's the point of that? I can literally use a bowl, I can literally use a bowl that I already have, fill it up, and then at the end of the day, go dump it in the compost bin. I do not. And then I'm also going to have to like buy more of these bags, these, you know, biodegradable bags. Like, what is the point? Or I could just get a cute little thing that I already have and just write compost on it. It'll look exactly the same, right? So I think just forcing yourself to have those conversations. Now, if weeks went by and I was like, I still want one of those compost bins, then I would actually consider it. But literally, I went home and I forgot about it because it was no longer in front of my face. And I have not thought about that compost bin until just now. Okay. So having these kinds of conversations with yourself. So I hope that that was helpful. I hope you guys have been enjoying this series. If you haven't checked out the free workshop that we did earlier this year inside of MomBinder Masters, all about budgeting, all about paying off debt, I highly recommend that you go check it out. I hope you guys have an awesome week. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kingdom Mob Podcast. Don't forget to check out our popular free training, How to Put an End to What's Stressing You, at kingdommompodcast.com. See you next time, Kingdom Mom.